What's up, everybody? I am Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast, joined once again for episode 19 by Mr. Ed Elkins. Ed, what's up? Nothing much, Shane. Nothing much. Thanks for having me on again. I always appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, Man Cave Broadcast, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and most importantly, Twitch, where we are actually frequently streaming nowadays. Um, Twitch.tv slash Man Cave Broadcast. Uh, we actually just got done with our first uh, Warzone tournament this weekend, Ed. Yeah, I watched it, man. <laughs> I was able What'd to... You, uh, I, you know, I hate to say it this way. I, I've known you for about a, almost a decade now, and uh, I, I didn't realize how good you were with first-person shooters. And I was sitting Thank there watching you. you. And, uh, man, <laughs> I was just sitting here just basking in your prowess. Like, I know that guy. He's kicking ass. <laughs> and I'm sitting there listening to my kids run around all willy-nilly. And uh, it was awesome. It was awesome to watch. You, you rocked it. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I really wanted to be able to come to this podcast, especially after last week and talking at this tournament. I really <laughs> wanted to be able to say, you know, hey, we did really good or we won or at least we, you know, we came back, you know, having really, really done well. Uh, and that would be a gigantic fucking lie if I was to do that, uh, because we got our asses stomped in on Saturday. Yeah. And the thing that really got me was the fact that you guys were kicking ass. But then I'm sitting here watching these other people, and they have moves I've never seen before. And I've been doing first-person shooting. I've, I used to play Battlefield on the PC mm-hmm. back in undergrad. You know, it was uh, just watching them. It's like that—is that all they do? Are they really that good? Do they have lives outside of this game? <laughs> There's—I mean, uh, the fact of the matter is—is is a lot of them. This is their job. Yeah. Now, like some of the streamers that we went up against. Uh, 50, 60,000 followers on right. Twitch, you know, thousands of subscribers, people that pay them to do what they do. And I mean, it was, it was a sweaty lobby the entire time that we were in there. I have never played Warzone and had it be that chaotic the entire, every single game that we walked in. Generally, we do pretty well. Like we can, we, we can hold our own and we, we were made to look childish in this in this <laughs> tournament it was you know basically the way that it worked was it was a kill race so for every kill that you got in the game you got a point and if you managed to get into fifth place or higher you got a certain amount of points for that yeah. and they took the top four games worth of scores and whoever had the top scores at the end won money so i was like okay cool let's do it and i'm, I'm just telling you man i have never I have never dealt with competition that fierce. There was, I did the math on it. There was 530 teams, which means there was like teams? 16. Yeah, teams Whoa. of three. Jeez. So we were going up against, I don't know, 1,600 people. Man. And just getting, <laughs> and all of them doing the same exact thing. Just trying to rack up as many kills as they could in the space of three hours. Right. So it was, yeah, I, we dropped in and I was just like, it was basically like Matt Damon in uh, Saving Private Ryan, where he's just <laughs> Everything's sitting there holding his you. knees, just screaming. Ah! <laughs> that was me that entire time. I just, I couldn't believe I wasn't prepared. So I'll be better prepared for next time. But wow, just got smoked. Jeez. Do you, do you have any more tournaments or anything like that on the horizon? 
not right now because we want to get we need to practice and get better sure um which is funny because yesterday we jumped on for a couple hours and we were doing just fine you know not to the level of what some of the top teams did right um but i mean we we did better in three games yesterday than we did the entire three hours we played uh on saturday isn't that frustrating you're like where were you yeah i'm like why can i do it now i don't understand (laughs) why why don't i suck like i did on saturday right so it was uh it was a lot of fun um it was a a big change of pace with everything but um something i definitely want to do again in the future you know yeah so there'll be more tournaments there'll be more games and stuff um but yeah, yeah, for any of our listeners and anyone in chat who's watching that isn't, uh, go ahead and follow us at Twitch because that's where everything is going down. It's where all the fun happens. Exactly. <laughs> so how's work going, man? Oh, geez. So I've been like kind of like what I alluded to last week. I've absolutely swamped. Um, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, I, for the past decade, I actually started out as an attorney and I had to open up my own practice. I built a website by myself. I learned SEO, search engine optimization by myself. Uh, I did really well. And then I moved out here to Arizona and uh, a decade later, and here I am making my passion of SEO full time. And uh, it took one press release, one press release, Shane, to start (laughs) getting people from all across the nation sending me emails <laughs> calling and not leaving voicemails um just wanting to talk to me and the the press release was literally just hey uh we're an seo company that actually takes payment plans okay and everyone started swamping in uh, so i've been doing that go. for the past week i was hired on by a, another uh search engine optimization agency out in uh in the East Coast, New Jersey area, to actually uh, train their employees on SEO. So I've been doing nice. that for the past week, and it's it's been a blast. You know, I I made the right choice, and uh, you know, there's there's something about having your own business. And Shane, I know I texted you this earlier, but uh, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, a solo entrepreneur, your boss is a dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you are your biggest critic, uh, just like when you're playing games. I mean, if, yeah. if you make one wrong move, you know it. It's the same way in business. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. That and uh, kids homeschooling. Oh. That's that's been fun. Yeah. How's that still going for you guys? It's getting better. Um, you know, they've, they've gotten in the groove. I think, uh, JC can be uh, a little bit of a pain with it. You know, she doesn't, it doesn't hold her attention nearly as well. Haley's doing really good with it though. So, um, you know, they each have their own setup in their rooms and they just kind of do it throughout the day and then they move on and go do whatever they want to do outside. That's nice. So. So I have to, well, my, my, my kid Connor is in first grade and I have to sit there with him the entire day while he's doing it. Mm-mm. So, eight hours later, I'm able to do my work. But I, I kid you not, it's probably the most frustrating and rewarding thing I have done in at least the last two years of sitting there watching my kid put two and two together, literally and figuratively, and figure out this stuff. Like, man, you're you're That's growing awesome. up. Yeah, it's 
it's a point of pride. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, my my problem with it is that I'm realizing that the show Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader is not as ridiculous as I originally thought it was. Uh, <laughs> so true. I could not believe it. What the fuck did Haley say to me today? She came out and said, what is... Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. But she just came out and she's like, what is, what is this? And it was something that's English related. And I looked at her and I said... I have no idea. Like I couldn't I couldn't even think of what she said. I couldn't I couldn't put the word in my mind. We were doing we were doing simple <laughs> stuff the other day. She she comes up, she's like, uh, daddy, what's a what's a predicate? What's a complete predicate? And I, I was don't like, even know that. I don't what? Huh? And, is, is and she's like, Well what yeah, she's like, Well, what's the subject? And I'm like, Oh, a subject is a person, place, or thing. It's a noun, basically. And she goes, Okay, well then what's a predicate? Again, I'm like, again, I don't know. So I had to go learn yeah. and find out that the predicate of a sentence is everything that the noun is doing or that the subject is doing. So if you say like, you know, Ed and Playing I are or, podcasting, yeah. well, Ed and I is the subject and then our podcasting is the predicate. So there's a fun little English lesson for you guys in chat. Um, <laughs> but it, it just totally threw me off. I'm like, I don't remember predicates. And on top of that, I remember specifically being in like an advanced English and math class in fifth and sixth grade. And that's when we started getting into that stuff. So my kid who's in a regular third grade class is already two years ahead of me of where I was at that age. Wow. I, I know we weren't doing no. fucking per, subjects and predicates in third grade. I know we weren't. And, and if they, if they did, they it would, would have just been a, uh, you know, a, a little glance at it, you know, it wouldn't be going into it like you did when you were older. Right. I'm, I'm telling you this, uh, this, the way this, uh, schooling at home is going, I swear, at least with the school district, my, my son is in, um, they're making them do more work than usually they would for a first grader. Uh, mm-hmm. my kid, uh, in the second week of school, they're doing, or actually the first week of school is doing spelling tests. In first grade, like I, I, yeah. I knew my letters in first grade. That was mm-hmm. fun. Or, or like uh, Tuesday, so yesterday, they wanted us to do a diorama. You remember dioramas, Shane? I remember dioramas. Yeah, with the shoe box. Yeah, he's in first grade. He can't wow. tie his shoelaces. They <laughs> want a diorama. Okay, it needs to be okay. done in one day on top of all these other things. It's, really <laughs> more power to teachers out there I, I don't know how you can do it i don't have the patience for it i just i don't know that's crazy mm-hmm. what games have you been playing recently to stay uh to, to stay away from the covid blues i guess you could say i mean Warzone for the most part by the way i yeah. just realized i'm wearing the same shirt this week that i wore last week wasn't gonna say anything i can see it and I have another ASU shirt I could have worn. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm so like into, I, I, I don't know. I just get, I think I'm on a schedule in my head. I'm like, oh, you know what? Today's fucking ASU day. Mm. I, just, I don't know. It's just, it's a good shirt. Um, so I mean, Warzone. Warzone's, Warzone's been the number one, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, I tried getting into hyperspace, hyperscape, but I couldn't get into that. Um, honestly, Doom, uh, the, the 2016. I haven't played it. 
game. Oh man, it's fucking yeah. rad. It's rad. Um, it's so fast. It's amazing how fast it is. Like, I I think I've still got my wits about me at this age, right? I think I still have most of my reflexes. Um, and I need to I need to get better with some things, especially in Warzone. But Doom. I mean, you can you you move your mouse an eighth of an inch, and you've done a three sixty spin, basically. Oh, uh, you're you're constantly. That's sensitive. Oh, it's so sensitive, and I know I could turn it down, but I don't want to be a little bitch about it. Um, <laughs> but plus, you you fucking you need it. There's so many like enemies that are coming at you, and you're running just so fast around the map. Like if you if you stop in that game, you're pretty much guaranteed to die. It's it's built around the original Doom mechanics where it's like strafe fire, everything coming moving. at you all at once. Yes. So um, absolutely, just barbaric, like how violent it is, and I love it. And it's just nice to have something like mindless for a second yeah. to be able to watch because there's no story behind it. There's there's very very little story. It's basically someone's trying to open up a gateway to hell so they can steal energy from it. It's the dumbest story ever but it works, right? <laughs> yeah. And and you're just trying to stop that from happening. You're just destroying demons. And it's like, oh man, that's so cool. Um, I, I always get made fun of when I talk about it, but Stardew Valley is another yes. game that I love playing. I think you uh, got my wife into that game. Did I? I probably did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Haley's into it, my eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. She's played, I, I think she's probably logged 50 hours. Wow. Because she, she's got it on the Switch. Right. And she'll just sit there after you know after school, and she'll play it, and she can pause it whenever she wants, and she picks it back up, and she plays a day or two, and puts it down, and does really great. But yeah, she just she fucking plays all the time, and I love it because I'm like, that's a that's a that's a G-rated game, you know. <laughs> and there's not many of those games out there nowadays. Exactly. So it's and it's perfect. easy enough that she's figuring it out, picking it up. But for me, it helps out with my uh, my Republican capitalist capitalism dreams because <laughs> I am the greatest farmer in the land and I will make millions of dollars a day uh, with my ancient, ancient fruit wine and melon patches uh, I, I heard wine I'm there exactly um, that's, that's good uh, other than that I mean I've got a, a shit ton of backlog Epic Games keeps giving away games I feel like yes, every single day do. dude dude I <sighs> I Man. can't tell you how many games I have from them. And I've installed two. I, I installed Subnautica. And it doesn't even run anymore for some reason. It keeps crashing on me. I, oh. I downloaded it a long, like, I don't know, probably a year and a half ago. But now it crashes on me. But let me say, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13. I've got 13 rows of games. Six to a row. What is that? Uh, 70 something? 78. Yeah. I got 78 games that I've gotten for free from Epic Games. I haven't bought a single game from them. I'm Because you mentioned it, I'm literally downloading Remnant from the Ashes right now. Yeah. From Epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got, I got GTA 5 for free. Yeah, I got that too. I think that's the last <laughs> one I got. It was, uh, it was a Total War game. Shogun yeah. Total War 2, I think, and uh, GTA 5, and I was just like, you know what, I I can't keep doing this. My We have this gaming streaming computer that all it is is games, 
and my wife does her work from home on it, you know? Yeah. And at some point, uh, well, actually, you know, I've already gotten the warning saying that I need to, to delete some stuff to make room for, for more games. Mm-hmm. And I've got two solid state drives. It's like, uh, how can you run out of space? But then I realized, right. one, Epic, the games that they have for the most part, like, you know, what, Fortnite? Um, GTA Five that I downloaded from there, the Shogun games. They're huge space hogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I complain about hogs. it every day that Call of Duty is 200 gigabytes. And don't they always keep coming out with another patch that's like another yeah, 100 gigabytes? Huge patch, yeah. Huge, I saw huge. an article about that this weekend. And it was... It was <laughs> so that... <laughs> That happened at the tournament. I don't know if you saw me talking about it in the stream, but um, you know, I had like a, a one gig update before the tournament on Saturday. Uh, the other guys I was playing with, Carlos and Keith, mm-hmm. they had a one gigabyte up, uh, update because they were on PS4. Oh. Xbox players had yeah. a 66 gigabyte update that they had to install. So what a bunch would of, make it such a difference? It screwed up. Something about Whoa. the Xbox delivery system screwed up. Yeah. So all these guys get on for this tournament, and it's like, oh, please wait while we install 66 gigabytes of data on your Xbox. Look, you're and, not on dial-up. Yeah, and they're all in the chat though, and they're asking like, can we get can we get a, a refund? Because there's no way we can we're going to be able to make it. You know, we we got to be on in an hour. 66 gigs is going to take you know until October. Right. So um, it was, it, yeah, it's funny. I don't know what happened to him, but I'll tell you what. I really enjoyed the, the tournament. I, I, I don't want to go back onto it, but I think it's, it's probably a good, good topic to hit. I really enjoyed the tournament uh, with everything that they set up. It was through dialed up games. I really like what they did. The one problem I had, though, was their main broadcaster. Really? So what yeah, about it? I, I've watched it back and... I don't know. I hope he, if he ever hears this, that it's like constructive criticism. But here's the what I really saw from it. The guy reminds me of the dollar store Dr. Disrespect. Mm. And I know I talk about Doc a lot on this show. Um, but you hear a lot of mannerisms. You hear a lot of sayings. Um, I know that Firm Handshakes is becoming kind of like the, the Twitch speak for a good job and whatnot. But uh, that's was, where that came from. I yeah. saw someone use it on Facebook in a comment. And I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a doc comment. Um, so firm handshakes. He used that a lot. Um, a lot of the times when he was, he'd start yelling at people that he was watching in stream. And it was stuff that like totally would be like a doc thing. And his attitude was very doc related. <laughs> and it immediately turned me off. I was like, dude, be your own man, be your own man. Cause like, I, I tell you what, you and I get up and start watching some people play. Yeah. We could we could shoutcast the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Like I, we could totally broadcast stuff. And I was even talking to Carlos and Keith afterwards. I was like, man, if our jobs don't plan out, this is what we need to do. Because I did the math on what those guys made. Uh, let me see. They were doing. Hold on a second. Oh, I got to do the math now. Crap, 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 crap. Hold on. Hold, please. <laughs> so there was 1,605 people because there was 536 teams total, right? Mm-hmm. 1,605 people at 25 bucks a pop. That tournament <sighs> made $40,000 in three hours. 
and gave away $7,000 in winnings, which means that they pulled $33,000. So you're saying that Man Cave Broadcast needs to sponsor a tournament. Yeah. Or run Man a Cave tournament. Broadcast needs to run a tournament. Run a tournament. Because, I mean, 33000 a weekend? Dude, and so, yeah, I, it, it's funny that you bring that up, Shane. I've been... I know this is, you know, this is going to broadcast. For those of you who aren't listening live right now, this is going to broadcast later. But um, tomorrow I'm actually posting a big, I'm already about 3,000 words into a Twitch SEO and stream optimization article uh, because people are literally, especially during this pandemic, people have lost their jobs, but what they do enjoy is streaming games. Yep. And and podcasting. And this is the type of content that people are, are doing. And, uh, you know, the, the article covers everything. But, yeah, I think you touched on the ma- a major piece of it is, you know, you said dollar store, uh, Dr. Disrespect. Mm-hmm. Dr. Disrespect is a brand. And yeah. when you're saying a dollar store, Dr. Disrespect, you're comparing someone else's brand to the original and that's what this article is about man it's about it's about synergy on social media it's about content marketing uh so that you're not just relying on the, the twitch search engine algorithm to display you to try to get followers you're getting them and that's influencing your ranking in the search algorithm right so it's almost like reverse seo and right. um, and and literally the 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 thing is is like I said it's it's all about brand and um, man I would love to see some branding of yours on some tournaments for 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 Warzone dude so would I trust me I would love <laughs> to do that um, you gotta gotta get the scratch for that but uh, right. I think it'd be bl- yeah to have Man Cave Broadcast be a brand yeah. um, you know I've I've I know that the the term merch gets thrown around all the time, but um, yeah, that's what I've been trying to figure out is how how do I make you know Man Cave Broadcast be something that is a a solid logo that's a solid brand, something that's more of a you know a household name so to speak. Um, but I mean, I think it's all kind of right there because it the the nice thing about the man cave broadcast is that it's not tied to one person. Like when you look at Dr. Disrespect or you look at some of the bigger streamers like Tim, the tap man, um, yeah, yeah. Nick Merckx, uh, that's all one person, right? Shroud Ninja, mm-hmm. the brand is tied to the person, but which means man that cave, there's a lot of room for error. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and if one, if one thing goes wrong, like in doc's case, you know, he gets banned from Twitch on, you know, for no reason. And all of a sudden, all of like a lot of stuff dried up for him, and now it's all back. It doesn't matter, but right, you know, right. if it dries up for one, it it's done. When you have that, if Ninja, right. you know, something happens to Ninja and he gets banned, then what happens? The brand Where's is gone. His money, yeah, it's yeah. gone. There's nothing so, else right there. Right. So, so the Man Cave Broadcast brand is something that's a little bit stronger, I think, and it's been around for you know this ever. Yeah, it's Before been around me. a decade now. Yeah. Before I knew you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting 
thought that's for sure um but i'm just telling you man i we could have you and i could have broadcasted that main broadcaster into the dirt <laughs> and and not only not only just in like uh, just in and how we could do it but in quality too i really expected kind of like a better quality sound and yeah. didn't didn't really have it i just realized in, in stream that i can like block my neon that's lighting up my face and it looks weird yeah. when I do it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. Um, I kind of, I, yeah, I, I just, I was thinking about that as I was playing or after I was playing, I was just like, fuck man, I could have, I could have broadcasted this better and maybe I should. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> a little bit of motivation, a little right. fire underneath. you. Yeah. Right. It's, I don't know. From what I saw, obviously I, I mean, I only caught like 15 minutes of your gameplay. Yeah, you've, you came in the good part. Good. Dude, it was so good that you I actually saw you on video grab your cell phone and take a picture of the score. Yeah, I was doing that anyways because I had to have proof in, at the end in case like, oh, it ever okay. came back. But yeah, um, I had to do that every time. But there was, a, there was a couple times where I was just getting mad. I think you happened to come in right... Mm-hmm. As I like was able to get off tilt because at the beginning of the game, like beginning of the tournament, I was just struggling. And then we had a couple like two big games where I, I was able to get out of my own head and I started getting involved again. I remember that I, I watched back. I saw the part that you saw. Um, and that was, that was pretty good. That's when we were starting to, to start rolling. So I was pretty happy mm-hmm. about that, but fuck man, at the end, I was just so beaten down. Cause like, every single spot that we dropped into was just immediately a hot drop. I had three teams on me and it's just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to fucking die here. Yeah. And and I'm old enough where I'm sitting here watching this type of stuff. And I'm like fucking spawn campers. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So, um, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, but it's, uh, it just takes a lot of practice. But like I said, we, we got on stream last night and played and it was, it was just, I don't know. It felt a lot better. Uh, I, I'm working on like not freaking out about everything as, as someone put it to me, stop being mad at pixels. And I was like, <laughs> that's probably that's good. pretty good. But at the that's same good. time, like, you know, I, 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 I getting mad at something, you know, when you're, or getting angry at failure isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Like no, if you're, if you're losing, it's because you're playing poorly, getting angry at least that the situation isn't necessarily bad. It just means that you recognize there's area for improvement, right? Yeah. And realizing, having that understanding that, man, I'm, I fucking suck right now. And especially when I got people watching me, they're expecting something of quality and I'm not delivering quality. That pisses me off. So now I know for the future, okay, I need to get in here and start practicing so that I can provide sure. a quality product. Otherwise, no one's going to sit here and watch me. No one's going to sit here and, and listen to me podcasts on Wednesdays and talk about stuff because they're going to watch it and be like, guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He can't fucking play. Uh, you remember the old comedian Sam Kinison? Nope. What? No. I, am I too old? Might hey, be. Uh, research Sam Kinison. Don't tell me what to do. He was a, his, his stand-up comedy routine wow, was great. he screamed all the freaking time. And he had a great scream, by the way. So that was his brand. So, Shane, at the very least, worst case scenario, your brand could be you getting frustrated within the <laughs> realms of what's allowed on Twitch. Right. No destroying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, and and that's what people come to see. I wonder what Shane's gonna get pissed off about today. Yeah. Who is the lead singer of ACDC? Was that Boss Scott? Or was that a good person? Ah, man, I'm so... Sam Kinison looks like a fat version of him. Yeah, Sam Kinison. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Let me see. Let me transition this over. So this is Sam Kinison. So this dude just screamed. That's what he did? (laughs) Yeah, you just need to... Well, you can't really watch it on the screen, but... Yeah, this is pretty much what he does. He just screamed. He had a great act. Hmm. Great act. Interesting. Yeah, I'll check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, he. I mean, he, he. I think he died back in like '92, '93, or something like that. But he was. Uh, he was, he was a good act. Interesting. Check him out. Another good stand-up act is uh, on the other end of the spectrum. I'm not sure if you've ever seen him. Is uh, he's also passed on, but uh, John Panette. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who are you talking about? Shame. I guess I'm dating myself. I mean, John Bennett you're not was that, you're the, not that older than me. I'm 35. John Bennett, like, I'll be 36 in like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, John I'm not that. Bennett. I got John Bennett Ramsey. No, John. John oh, here P- we go. P I N E T T E. I think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I got a bunch of different ones here. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll loan you some. Uh, I got some DVDs of his. Okay. I'll loan you some stuff. But he also a great act. You probably look at him and you recognize him from. Uh, he was in, remember Punisher. We're talking about the Punisher from like 2003, 2004 with Thomas Jane, the guy from uh, Highlander. No, mm-hmm. he looks like him though. Now he you does. Bring it oh, up. you're right. Yeah, <laughs> they, it's the guys that look a lot alike. There's a couple of yeah. those, but yeah. What else was he in? He was in uh, like HBO or Showtime. I think he was in the movie or the TV show Hung or something like that. But is, is he? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he the one who's in? Um, oh shit balls. The Expanse. I haven't seen The Expanse. I don't know. The Expanse is pretty good. Let's Google it. I haven't watched a lot of it, but it's pretty good. I don't want to go through all these names. Ugh, crass. Oh, come on, IMDB. Uh, IMDb. Thomas, Thomas, Jane? Thomas Jane? Yeah, Thomas Jane. That's him. Okay. Yep, Thomas Jane stars as the detective and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah, John, John Panette. Just check him out. It's good, wholesome. You can watch it with the kids for the most part. He makes fun of his weight. Um, and he's just a... He's a, a swell guy. A... You know, I, I always wanted to see him live. Didn't make it in time, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. So Warzone, one of the things that I've been playing. Is, yeah, I was uh, going to ask, what have you been playing? Uh, is the Avengers beta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that? We pre-ordered it for my birthday. It is actually really, really surprisingly good. Good. Um, the boys are loving it. I, I You know, my kids, uh, we're talking six and four, absolutely love it. I love watching it. It's, it's almost like an RPG, but with superheroes you know and some of them you actually like, some okay. of them. Um, but it's it's really good. We also have uh, Iron Man VR. Oh, how's that, Shane? Next time you come over, man. After all these all these germs, as my kids will say, are gone. Yeah, you have to check it out, my friend. Okay. I've been wanting to really bad. Yeah, it's 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 a good game. 
I, I tried it on and just tried to play it for like five minutes, and it was it was so immersive because it is the VR that uh, it, I, I stopped and I was like, no, I can't do this right now. Otherwise, my kids will never get a chance to play it because I'll just be playing it all the time. Right. <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, well, yeah. I'm glad to hear it's good. I, I really, really do want to try that. Um, I want to try them both. But I uh, I have a huge thing against pre-ordering, I'm going to be honest. like I, I'd rather not get into the pre-orders. But, no, I, uh, I usually don't. I, I don't support pre-ordering at all. But for this game, I did only because of the beta and uh, having something for my kids to play because my kids are huge, huge gamers. Mm. Something new for them to play other than Minecraft all the freaking time Yeah, uh, is nice. So it was a change of pace. Uh, my wife, Erin, said, you know what, just do it. So we did it, and uh, it's been well worth it. Just hours of entertainment, and the 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 beta continues until pre-orders can start playing this uh, September first. Good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I was uh, I was th- seriously considering even with the the pre-order, even though I'm against it. And then uh, they announced that Spider-Man wasn't going to be in anything besides the PlayStation versions, and that about sealed the deal right? for me. Who does that? Yep, Sony does seriously. that. Yeah, Sony does that. Well, because they have the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. I I can't remember their exact percentage, but they have the rights to Spider-Man in in that term, and and they have a new game coming out with the PlayStation 5, the the next Spider-Man game. Yep, Miles Morales. Starring Miles Morales. Yep. That's fine, but you're not going to get my money. Yeah. (laughs) You can come over to my my house and play it, Shane. It's not a problem. That works. I'm okay with that. So... um, are you uh i saw that tenet was going to be coming out here uh in theaters soon you know i haven't been following anything that says it's coming out to theaters and the only reason i say that is is just because of the current climate Mm -hmm. it's gonna be overseas first okay um, okay. Because it's a staggered rollout is what they're doing. But yeah, right? September 3rd in the U.S. it's supposed to be coming out. And then they were going to they're they're going to release it in theaters, supposedly. Um, but I have a feeling after that, they're going to obviously go to, to video on demand. I really want to see it. What I'm noticing a lot of I is that these theaters are freaking out because everyone at this point is like, can we just get video on demands like we don't care about the theater experience anymore. No, we don't think it, about how many people I know. I know there's some people that are going to listen. to This is going to blow their fucking mind and they're going to be like screaming at the, the stereo. They're like, I, I love my theaters. The theaters right? forever. But, Oh God, <coughs> that voice just fucked up my throat. <laughs> um, but dude, like I'm, I, I love the theaters. I grew up going to the movie theater like every week. Yeah. Like, my yeah. dad and I were in the theaters every week. I swear to God, him, uh, poor man had to take me to go see Toy Story probably 30 fucking times. But which, which is funny because wasn't he there when we all went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever it was? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Full circle, man. Yeah. And, you know, he I, I love the theater. Absolutely. But nowadays with everything, with the way that with how much they cost. And, you know, 80 bucks to take a family for to go see a movie. 
Oh, you, you must know. be including food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you think about it, like the prices nowadays, a price for a movie ticket to get in is generally starting out at like 12 or $13. And yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you walk in the door 50 bucks down and then you got popcorn, drinks, candy, you're dropping another 30, 40 bucks. So, yeah. I mean, I can't do hundred dollar trips to the movie theaters anymore. It's just not something that I'm, I'm into when I can do everything for five bucks at home. Yeah. And it's funny, Shane, cause you bring that up and I mean, sitting back thinking about, you know, the past and thinking about how technology's changed. I remember sitting, sitting in a chair thinking about, Man, it's it's only so much longer until all movies, all games are digital. There's no more movie theaters. There's no more GameStop or anything like that. And I figured it would be progress. You know, we would progressively get there, and we would see things slowly die out. Mm-hmm. But COVID has just shortened that timeline. Yeah, exponentially. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to wait for this stuff anymore. Yeah. You know? Well, it, what was the newest news? Like Mulan, they they with the Mulan live action. Yeah, Disney had put it off. Like Tenet, I mean Tenet has been put off a bunch of times, but Disney yeah. put off Mulan. Now they have their own streaming platform, and they're gonna release it to that. But there's a different pricing category for it. Yeah, it's gonna cost. Uh, so most like of these tw- video on demands that are coming out are twenty bucks, and yeah. Mulan. On Disney Plus, that you already pay for is going to be thirty. Thirty, yeah, twenty nine something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's I'm not going to do that. I already pay you a hundred right? something dollars a year for this service. I'm not going to pay thirty. Yeah, I, just for a movie that right. was a B move, B plus movie maybe. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people talk about it. This one drives me nuts. I've seen a lot of people talk about it online about like, oh well. You know, I would have already spent fifty dollars on tickets if I was taking my family of four in there. So thirty isn't that bad. And it's like, ah, yeah, but you're doing everything (laughs) in your house. You know, like uh, that. I don't know. I just don't think that that's a a really good argument. I don't. I understand the twenty dollar video on demand. That seems sure. fair. There's a lot of work that goes into put it into making these movies. There's a lot of people that, that need to get paid for work that they did. And, and that's something. So I get it. But no, if we start, if we start allowing $30 video on demands, then we're allowing $40 video on demands. And then it becomes a $60 pay-per-view kind of setup. And I refuse. I will wait till it comes out on the streaming platform. If that's the case, like $20, I get that makes sense. But it's just like when gas was rising. Remember, like we had it yeah. where it was at you know four and a half, five dollars a gallon, and it was ridiculous. And people stopped driving. It got to yeah. a point where people said, "Uh, no, thank you. I'll just stay home." And that's exactly what's going to happen here. And that's probably what's going on is that these companies are saying, "Okay, let's go ahead and find that point on the X Y axis where we can charge this much money and have this yep. many people buy it and still make enough money." Or we can go a little bit further down and see how many people how many people buy at that, and if we make more money or not. Yeah, they'll, so. they'll keep playing with that price point. Yeah, they have to. I mean, they're like it, you hit the nail on the head, Shane. You, you were actually saying, "I'll just wait for it to come out on streaming." Why would the average consumer say, "I want to see this movie"? Which, by the way, 
I know exactly what happens. Yeah. I've seen the ending. You're just doing it differently. It's right. like Titanic all over again. It, you're doing it differently, and you want me to pay you a premium price for something that I know in three or four weeks is going to be available. I don't have to pay anything aside from what I've already paid. Yeah. Which is like, what, 14 bucks a month? Yeah. And that's and, for Disney, Hulu, and ESPN or something like that? Right. And... You know, and let's not forget that Disney's track record with these live action movies is pretty much hot shit right now. Like, yeah. I uh, fuck, I feel like I talk about this on almost every podcast. I feel bad, but that's how much it frustrates me. These movies aren't that good. Like no. Lion King came out and it was not good. Aladdin was, came out. It wasn't like frame for frame the same thing. Basically. Except yeah. for a couple spots. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I love CGI, mostly because I sit there like, oh, my gosh, look at how much technology has changed yeah. since I was a kid, right? But if it's the same thing I've already seen, I don't need to see it look fancier. Yeah. You know, you can't put glitter on shit and call it an awesome toy. Right, exactly. And so I'm just getting I'm burnt out on these live action movies that they're trying to do. Give me something new. That's why I want to see this. That's why I want to see Tenet, because from what I'm seeing, it looks like it's this pretty unique idea. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope it comes out. I hope we can get some kind of access to it because it's uh, I, I don't know. I just need something new. I need something to watch. You know, I'm sitting here waiting for the boys to come out. Season two. Gotta wait till September. Started watching Did Umbrella you see the, Academy. The dude from, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. That's good. We really need to. Uh, Aaron is, my wife is watching or reading uh, Lock and Key, graphic novel mm-hmm. number one, so we can watch that on Netflix. But yeah, um, The Boys, uh, I definitely have to see. There's a lot of other things I need to see. Yeah. Uh, but isn't the dude from uh, Supernatural, wasn't he just announced for the next season? For season three of The Boys. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be good. Um, I don't know. And, and, you know, on top of that, uh, you know, I've been I've been watching. Uh, I got access to to some cable, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, commercials are throwing me off. And there's <laughs> there's these shows that are out there, and I start watching them. I'm like, I just don't care. There's so much good stuff in streaming now that I don't ever need to actually have cable again. And I completely no, appreciate the the source that I got cable from because I've been watching sports with it, which is all I need it for. Um, but yeah, trying to watch anything on TV, like normal TV, I can't do it anymore. I can't fucking do it. I can't do commercials. I can't like, <laughs> I get mad when YouTube throws a 15 second commercial at me and I can't skip it. Oh, I you just need to get it. YouTube premium. I think you got to pay for it. Uh, yeah, I but you, pay more. You, you just get a subscription for like 15 bucks a month for, well, it used to be Google music, but, no. uh, now it's YouTube music and you get YouTube for free premium. So my kids are watching all of these guys, which don't even get me started on the production value of some of these YouTube channels for kids. Like, yeah. holy moly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Absolutely great. Mind boggling. I don't I don't get where I mean I, I get where the money's coming from for a lot of these people. It's coming from yeah. the revenue. But mm-hmm. the girls just started watching uh, Mr. Beast, who I've never hadn't really heard of until like two weeks ago. Um, okay. but I did some research on this guy. The ch- I'll be honest, the channel's pretty stupid, especially in the beginning. Uh, it's very clickbaity channels, but 
the guy was giving away all this money. And I was like, it's got to be fake, right? Like, he's not actually giving this this money away. And because it's always his friends that he's giving stuff to. And then sure. every once in a while, he... But then he starts like you start seeing these sets like improve and get bigger and bigger as he's going, and then you're seeing random people that are coming in. And he's saying he's giving away money, giving away cars. I'm like, okay, let me at least check into it. So I did some like research on Mr. Beast. Dude's giving away the money. He's giving away like Legit? he's giving away millions of dollars. And oh what they were talking about on there was they're like, you know, how how can you give away all this money? And, and, and still have some, you know? And he was in an interview about it, and he's like, well, look, here's the deal. Like, I started out with giving money away to, uh, I think he gave it to a couple homeless people as we started out with, and he realized, like, he's like, well, you know, wow. philanthropy felt good. But then when he started putting up the videos on YouTube, the YouTube videos got so big that he started making more money than he was giving away. So then he starts making, he starts making these bigger and bigger extravagant videos to the point where you know he gave away he's given away like million dollar prizes and Man. those videos because the amounts that he's giving away are so big are getting even more people coming in and watching them and the yeah. AdSense revenue he's making more every single time than he gives away yeah. and it's like fuck <laughs> you know here I Have am girls watched uh, Chad Wild play and his wife Bia no, but they sound horrific. My gosh. These <laughs> people. They're like our age. Maybe younger. Most likely younger. Yeah, honestly. By the looks of they, they wear a lot of makeup. I'm not sure, but they could be younger. Okay. Um, making millions of dollars a year on YouTube. And they have made probably the longest running storyline in YouTube history. So soap opera. Yeah, it's like a soap opera, but for kids with uh, quote unquote hackers who happen to wear the mask from uh, the guy who. V from, from Vendetta. Vendetta. Or V4 yes. Vendetta. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about I now. I know what you're talking about, dude. It's. The storyline on this thing is crazy to follow, but I'm sitting here watching it like, oh shit, this is going to happen next. Watch, watch. And me and the kids are getting into it. And I'm like, ah, just I'll just I'll buy you kids a shirt based off these people to support them because that's a hell of a lot of entertainment value. Uh, I'm glad you're getting something out of it because the channels that the girls are watching, because I've noticed that as soon as stuff like that came out, all these other channels started imitating it and you start seeing, Oh yeah. And I actually, you know what's funny is I've I've talked about this on the podcast before too, but I've seen imitation videos of that. And that's what drives me crazy is I'm like, you know, if you had, okay, if somebody came out and made friends today with the same exact characters, they're going to get hit for plagiarism. Sure. But these yeah. channels that are doing mm-hmm. this, they're just like, Oh, it's free reign. Somebody else came up with an idea. Let's do the same thing, but shittier and still make money. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got like uh, the share twins, which is like uh, a guy and a girl, his sister, um, that do that type of stuff. And the, the crazy thing, Shane, I'm not sure if you've been watching with your girls to, to get it, but uh, to get to the point where these YouTubers start getting in each other's videos. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what, what video am I watching? Yeah, what kind of a fucking Who's crossover episode is this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And to think of that, 
is probably costing these people an hour of their time, maybe two hours, not including editing or anything else. Yeah. Right. The administrative stuff uh, to make a video. They post it. And within three days, there are 300,000 views. Yeah. And for those people who don't have YouTube premium or red or whatever it's called now, that's a lot of commercials that they're making money off of. Yeah, some of them Memberships do. Some of these things, a you know, 20, 30-minute episode they run has like 10 commercial breaks. Yeah. It's and wild. they have one episode, uh, a new episode each day. It's like that kid Ryan. Oh, my, fuck Ryan. My kids, my kids idolize. We, we, I'll be honest with you, my wife and I just said, no, we're done with it. Because we found that as my kids would watch it, they would become more shitty people. Mature, yeah, materialistic. <laughs> I was gonna, shitty people is a great way to summarize it. Yeah, uh, but materialistic. Yes. So we stopped letting them watch that. So now they're watching these adventures with Chad Wild Clay and his wife V. Uh, and awesome stories. I totally get behind that. They're selling merch off of it. You know what? That's the thing. If you provide value to me and my kids, whether it's through entertainment or knowledge, like what's another big streamer? Not so much with your kids' ages, but uh, younger kids would be like Blippy. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you ever checked him out. Uh, you've shown me, and he, I, yeah, I've never felt anger nearly as strong as I have watching Blippy. I just don't like you. I, I'll be honest. I feel like I'm just the old guy. I'm literally becoming uh, Grand Torino. <laughs> just fucking get off my lawn. Um, I, I don't like 90% of the YouTube personalities that are out there. Just angers yeah. me. Yeah. But yeah, Blippi, I, I, I did see that with you. And I remember Jess and I looking at each other like, oh dear God. Yeah. We- it's, it's true. <laughs> because you're sitting here and you're like, someone is doing this. So like, he's basically taking on this mantle of the next mr rogers yeah. essentially he's going to aquariums all over the place and teaching kids about colors and all that type of stuff and if you read his backstory flippy is is interesting he did it for his niece like he was babysitting his niece uh, I'm, i i could be completely wrong based on the article i read okay like last year but he was babysitting his niece and he wanted a character for her Mm-hmm. And he created Blippy. This guy guy has made millions and millions of dollars doing it, but he actually provides value. What you do, Shane, podcasting or you know doing your 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 streaming for your Warzone game, that's entertainment value. Yeah. Okay. If you can provide entertainment value, I will back you up. I will buy your shit. Right. Right. Just tell me how much it is and just take my money. Yeah. Shut up and take my money as Price says, right? Right. But but there's so many YouTube channels out there where there's what value is there? Right. And you have to ask yourself, what value am I getting from this? Or or as a creator, what value am I putting out there for people to want to watch me? Right. Uh, and for some people, it's the four-letter words after they get screwed up the ass uh, while playing Warzone. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's the entertainment value, my friend. Yeah. I I agree. I just uh Well yeah, there's a lot of YouTube I can't watch. Because it doesn't like I guess and I guess that's probably the big thing, is it's because it doesn't uh it doesn't entertain me, it doesn't give me that value, right? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a good point. Very good point. So uh what are we at here? Fifty minutes? Yeah, we are. Fifty minutes in talking about YouTube, talking about video games, what else? Is there to talk about, Shane? I don't know. I don't know if it's, there's a, a lot for today. It's dude. a pandemic. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, there's got to be What something. more can we talk about? Uh, here's the type of shampoo I'm using. <laughs> here's the type of soap I'm using. Um, uh, which, which, by the way, is Duke Cannon. In case anyone was wondering, Duke Cannon for guys. Check it out. I keep meaning uh, to uh, check that out. You need to, dude. You need to. My, I have my stepdad in on it. I've got my father in on it, so finally my stepdad and my father can agree on one thing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's... You gotta check it out. There you go. There you go. Uh, the Coyotes and the Suns both got knocked out of their respective finals. And the, here's my thing, though. I, I kind of discount this year. Everything this too. year is just kind of meh. Yeah, but... I mean, the Phoenix Suns went 8-0 in the bubble and didn't make the, the playoffs. And then the Coyotes, well, the Coyotes just kind of fell apart. I, they, they, their GM walked out, or did they fire him? Um, either way, their GM is gone a few weeks ago, right as they go into the Stanley Cup in the first round. They just lost to Colorado today, uh, so they're, they're out because Colorado won four games to one. Um, so wow. it's sad time for Arizona sports again because uh, now we just have to deal with the Cardinals, which should, in theory, be really, really good this year. But we don't know what what the NFL is going to do with the bubble. Like, is it? Are they going to have something to protect them? We talked about this last week. Like, I just don't yeah. think they're going to protect them, and I think it's going to be a bad, bad year. I'm not doing fantasy football, and I'm hearing that there's a lot of fantasy football leagues out there that just aren't doing this year for exactly what you said. We're discounting 2020. We're saying the sports yeah. this year really don't matter. Everything 2020 has been a wash. Yeah. Absolute wash. So, yeah. And and that's my thing with sports in general. I mean, I used to be huge in sports growing up in Michigan. It was Michigan's pretty practically Canada. So it's hockey all over the place, you know. Mm -hmm. And of course, you have the Pistons and and you have the Tigers and whatnot. But it's for the most part hockey. And um, what is there? I mean, what what is there out right now that 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 will hold my attention? Yeah, it, it definitely isn't sports anymore, it, especially with kids. It's my life has turned into YouTube. Yeah, and Netflix. Wait till they get to a certain and age and they start going into their room to go do stuff, and then you can be like, "Oh, hey, look, I can turn on a baseball game." I'm telling you, this my, is the this is the first year in eight years that I've been actually able to start like really doing stuff because. Now the girls are becoming self-sufficient and they're able to do their own stuff. They have their own interests and like I can start, you know, I can start streaming at night uh, a couple days a week and I can start doing a podcast during the day. And yeah, it's really nice being able to do that because yeah, those are, those are the hobbies that I enjoy. Like you said, providing entertainment, providing a a value is something I really, really like doing. Uh, But it takes a while to get there because those first couple of years and your kids aren't far behind mine, but first couple of years, 
there's not much you can do. I've had to give up a lot. I had to give up a band. Uh, I had to give up a podcast for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's part of being a parent. But it's also one of the things where you got to make sure that yeah, I, I would hope the future parents know, like, hey, if you if you enjoy doing this, if that's something that you really like doing, you know, and and you're not sure if kids are the right thing for you. I know this is a weird way weird way for this podcast to go, but it's like, well, look at that, you know, make that decision. Is it right for you? Because we got enough fucking kids out there. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's funny because you know when I was growing up, I was sitting here thinking to myself, I you know I at first when I was younger. It was, I don't want to be a dad. I don't want to have to deal with that type of stuff. I just want to live my own life, be successful, do this and that. But then the definition of success changes mm-hmm. as you get older. And my definition of success came to came to be, because I had kids, uh, was to have a family and, you know, to, to do the best job that I could do and prepare my children mm-hmm for the world they were living in. Right. And now we're sitting here and the world that we're living in is changing. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't prepare myself. How am I supposed to prepare my kids? Yeah. And the school says I need to do a diorama on Tuesdays. <laughs> That's how I prepare them for this world. Yes. Mine told me that you need to teach your kids what a subject and a complete predicate is. Yes. <laughs> and Okay. The fact that you didn't know that, Shane... When they brought that, when when your daughter brought that up to you, says something. Yeah. Is it really something we need to know? Right. I get it. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Education is different than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, my my kid's in first grade, and he can resubmit assignments he doesn't do well on. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, how do I feel about that? Because I, I'm not quite the parent. I'm not the parent who says participation trophies are good. I'm not to that level. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? If my kid has to submit assignment multiple times over because he doesn't know how to use Google, that's how life is. Yeah. You can use Google. You can use your resources. Hell, I fucking want you to phone a friend. Yeah. You know, if you get if you get the answer right and it helps you, then go for it. Right. It's I, I think we've passed the days of where standardized testing is has be you know is is the golden rule. I don't think yeah. it is anymore. No, and that's just because it's teaching to the test. You know, they. Yes. I mean, I, again, it's one of those things I say. Don't get me started on. But I mean, you look at education in Arizona, and it's just a shit show, right? It is, we're, it is. We're absolutely one of the last in the country for education. It's because we don't fund it. And, you know, everyone gets mad about that because they start talking about taxes and all that. And it's like, well, yeah, I get it. But, I mean, do you really want a bunch of dum-dums running around who don't know anything? And it's because we just kind of teach to the test nowadays. And I don't know. I think there's a lot of room for critical thinking there. But I still, you know, what's funny is that I, for like my job, there's a lot of things that I learned yeah. in school that I don't need, right? You know, you start looking yeah. at math and everyone talks about that one. Like, I've got Excel and I can understand formulas well enough and I can do what I need to. But it's like, yeah. I don't need the Pythagorean theorem. I don't need to have mm. a bunch of that kind of stuff in there. Um, I, I've, I've rarely ever needed to use pi in a formula. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that always stands out to me from high school is I remember asking my math teacher one time. And I was very, very 
like up front. And probably I think the fact that I was like the class clown surprise uh, in school didn't help out at all. But I remember asking my math teacher in my senior year because we were learning some type of math and I was actually interested. And I said, hey, I have a question. I'm not trying to be a smart ass here. It's an actual legitimate question because I'd like to know when will this when would you say this would be used in real life? Because I wanted to know what fields this type of math would get used in. Is this something that gets used in engineering? Is this something that gets used in science? Like, where would it go? Teacher flipped because I asked, when are we going to use this? Yeah. And I was like, I, I preface this. I'm not trying to be a, I'm not trying to be an asshole here. I'm, I'm actually truthfully asking, when are we going to use this? Cause I'd like to know. And never got yeah. an answer. I never got an answer. I wish I could do it. It was probably, it was probably like pre-calc, you know, when am I going to use pre-calc? And the answer probably would have been, uh, engineering. Never. Yeah. You know, been like, Oh, great. Thank you. I know what field I might be interested in, but it's right? just, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I wish that they would have told me that it, it gets used a lot or at least yeah. logic does. Um, but yeah, I completely forgot. I start, I start, uh, my next semester here at ASU wearing that shirt, uh, tomorrow. Oh, no pressure. <sighs> what, what classes are you taking? Uh, active directory. So it's a no idea what that is. Yeah. It's like, it's like a database management kind of thing. Um, and then uh, it's like a basic ass class. It's like writing, like managerial writing for the professions or professional writing kind of thing. It's basically like, how do you oh. write in a business setting, which is going to make me laugh because it's like, no, uh, you have a degree in business already, Shane. I do. I do. But this is one of like <laughs> the, this is like the 200 class I got to take after this mm. semester. I actually start taking real classes. Like actual like ones that are dedicated to IT, um, but yeah, it's just gonna Man. make me laugh because it's like I know exactly how we write in a business setting, and this class yeah. is gonna be, you know, it's gonna be wrong. They're gonna want me to yeah. cite a bunch of shit, and it's like I, we don't do that. We, that's not how the real world works. I'm sorry, my my emails never go above forty words. Right, you know, I generally write something out. Hey, thanks for letting me know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get on this in the next day or two. Send. Yeah. Bingo. You know, and it's just going to be uh, kind of kind of laughable going through that class because I'm probably going to get a low grade because it's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm writing for the professions. I do it every single day and I'm actually doing pretty well at it. This class is going to be wrong. Yeah. Well, and, and that raises the question. The other question that we have for our generation that I focus on, of course. Um, did you notice when we were kids, and there's still a little bit of an age difference between us, but when we were younger, everything was, you have to go to college. You have to go yeah. to college. You have to go to college. Oh, we're going to get on this topic. Now we have everyone in college with student loans. And what about the people in the trades? Yeah. Who are always needing people. Yep. So I've already seen uh, a shift towards that um, because you're exactly right. There's a ton of people that are going to college and now they're starting to realize it's not worth as much as they thought it was going to be, especially in this job market. And yeah. I mean, I have a feeling that that probably speaks a lot to the state of America, um, which is a topic I'd rather not get into on the show. Um, yeah. But 
You're exactly right. You got all these people who are like, okay, well, I was told that I have to go to college. And yet another hot take from Man Cave Broadcast. Uh, surprise, surprise. High school, yeah, high school advisors are paid actors who are there just to get you to sign up for student loans. They are there to push you towards a college. They don't, yeah. they're, not, they're not pushing you for what's best for you. They're telling you that you need to go to college in order to succeed. And you're exactly right. A trade school, which everybody needs, like we need the trades. Yeah. yeah. Those are really, really key and pivotal. And you can have really, really great jobs working out of that and make really fucking good great money. jobs. Yeah. And that's not what, that's not what these high school advisors do. They're telling you, well, you need to go to get your bachelor's in fucking underwater basket weaving and you're going to make $120,000 and you're not. <laughs> No. You know, I got to go. I'm going back for my second degree so I can actually start making good money. And I make decent money, but I got to go back for a second degree to actually make livable money now, you know, because everything's going up and wages aren't. And it, and everyone has a freaking bachelor's degree. Yeah. I mean, I have a bachelor's and a JD. Yeah. Shocking. I'm not practicing law. That JD means nothing except for if I put it on a resume. Yeah. Uh, but. For those people who all have bachelors in a, you know, a very common degree field mm -hmm. like business, because business makes the world go round. How can you differentiate who is, you know, who is great at the business field and the stuff they need to know for business than the people who are actually already doing it and showing it? Your degree means nothing until you can go and apply it and show people that you know what you're doing. And yeah. college doesn't necessarily prepare you for that. It doesn't at all. Um, I didn't take 80% of the shit that I learned in college into the real world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll be amazed if I take 50% of what I learn in this degree. I mean, this degree is actually going to have a little bit... You know, more relevant stuff to what Yours I want to do more specific. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I can take the coding experience that I have into the real world. Am I very yeah, good very at it right now? No, but right. I can learn. Yeah. So, um, I but the the I I've heard it a few times. You know, we got we have kids who are 17 years old who aren't allowed to rent a car without their parents' approval. And we're yep. letting them sign up for hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans before they're even really at an age where they can make any decent decisions for themselves. We tell kids they're not allowed to go into a store to buy cigarettes, but they can go and sign up for a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars in loans to go to law school. Right. You know, science has told us that the male brain and the psyche is not mature. Until at least the age of 25. Yeah. Which is usually by the time you graduate from college. Yeah. With all those student loans. Yeah. And then you realize like, oh shit, what am I doing? Mm. And then you just set yourself up for depression. Crippling depression. Cripple, crippling <laughs> depression. This, this sounds like a medication. Yeah. If one side effect is crippling depression and diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. And massive student loans massive student loans so yeah i mean hey. i don't know how many i don't know how many 16 17 year olds i got listening to the show but if i do have any of them go with god 
and think <laughs> twice before jumping straight into college. I mean, I think that Ed's perfectly accurate here. Look at trade schools first. Now, that's that could be backbreaking work. I mean, you want to be an HVAC technician and make 35, 40 bucks an hour right out the gate when you're 18 years old. That's an awesome, awesome idea, especially out here somewhere in a shitty state like Arizona. But be prepared for backbreaking work. And, you know, it may not be something that lasts forever. But at the same time, don't go to school for four years and have $200,000 in student loans with a degree in English. And the only thing you can be is a teacher and then have COVID come. And then you don't have a job as a teacher because you're not going into schools. Like, and certainly don't come teach yeah, in Arizona. This... You're not going to get paid. You're, <laughs> you're not going to get paid. paid. Go find a go find a state that fucking pays you. Like until Arizona starts paying their people, don't be a teacher here. I feel bad. Like uh, my my kids have great teachers, and I feel bad because I'm like you you can't be making anything, especially no. when I'm starting. Especially when I'm now having to buy school supplies for the kids because they're home, and I'm like, right. wait a minute, are you telling me the teachers were paying for this? Because they're not cheap. A lot of them are. Yeah, this is not on the budget. Like. Yeah. They're paying for the stuff out of their own pockets. No wonder they're begging us at the beginning of the school year to drop off a backpack full of fucking money and paper and pens. Yeah. Oh, you better believe it. next coming years, man, thanks to COVID, they are going to get a pallet oh, of blue if that's what it takes. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I think that's what, I think that's probably one of the, the positives that has come. I, I try to be an optimist. I try to find the silver lining. Yeah. Uh, a positive with COVID is that it's made a lot of people realize what they've taken for granted. Yeah. And reevaluate it. Yeah. Whether that's family time with kids or um, being, you know, easily dissuaded from work. That's not the right, right word, but I bet. But what you guys don't know, those people listening to the podcast right now, as well as those live on Twitch right now. Hey! Because my wife has brought me shots while we've been talking. Nice. <laughs> um, I think that's, you know, people are going to start reevaluating the priorities. Now that we have a, we're not taking things for granted. We're, we're home all the time now with our kids. Doing yeah. schoolwork, having to pay for dioramas and, and glue <laughs> and glue sticks. Amazon loves me by now. Um, yeah. It's... We're not going to take it for granted anymore. You got us. You win. We're not going to take it. Yeah. No, <laughs> we ain't going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, I don't know. I think it's probably the best place to end on. Uh, in that yeah, happy fucking note. But uh, Happy note. Yeah. Uh, thank you, teachers. Hug your babies. I don't fucking know. Anyways. Ed. Hug your babies and the You got anything you want to close us out with? No, guys, go ahead and uh, by the time this podcast comes out, go ahead and check out my Twitch SEO article. If you want to know anything and everything on how to grow your channel and actually increase your search engine rankings, whether you're a streamer or not, it, it's it's eye-opening. It, this article is going to talk about synergy in digital marketing, and uh, it's going to be boring for a lot of people, but man is it gonna make a lot of people money good and that's gonna be live on edelkins.com you got it let me not slur your fucking name edelkins.com have another shot Shane. God, yeah i wish i was i just literally stumbled all over my goddamn tongue so i'm an mm. idiot but hey uh you can find the man cave broadcast on 
Twitch, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Facebook. Please make sure to give us a follow. Uh, if you're watching live on Twitch, I've got the links right above my head here. Uh, you can also watch back to the video on demand if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, but the big thing is uh, Twitch is my main platform really at this point. So please make sure to follow us at twitch.tv slash broadcast. And if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, please make sure to hit the follow button. That way you get notified uh, each week when we drop our new episodes. Uh, very, very regularly on Tuesdays, I must say. Uh, we're doing much, much better. So uh, thank you all for being here. We do appreciate it. I am Shane Murphy. This is the Man Cave Broadcast. We'll see you next time. Good night.